Good morning, good morning, good morning. We're back with another one, man. Back with another what's one. Up, what's up? This is gonna be a, 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 a impactful, impactful, definitely a impactful. A lot of information, a but I, I think you know what I'm excited about today's topic is oh, is the discovery piece, right? Discovery. I think, yeah, it's about today is about discovery for me. I think it's a lot of things that's going on in the industry. And I want to unpack and un and expose a lot of the things that we have all looked at as real. And uh and a lot of times it's more entertaining, entertaining when we perceive it as real, when in reality it's a lot of fakery going on. And uh, I want to expose a little bit of that. Oh, what, what's your agenda today? <laughs> man, I'm just here to speak about all these different topics, man. It was a yeah. great weekend, you know. I'm great a lot weekend. of things going on. Yeah, Super absolutely. Bowl. You watch the Super Bowl? I watched the Super Bowl a little bit. Did you watch the whole thing or you just watched the I ain't watched the whole thing. I, you know, but I watched I watched I watched the important parts now. See, yep. yeah. Yeah. They had the mm -hmm. Super Bowl, they had the, the Usher concert, man. That was a that was a situation. That wasn't Hell regular. Go. I'm saying. We got Mardi Gras going on. We got a lot of things going on. Yeah, I seen a couple posts with the Mardi Gras in it, man. It had me a little excited, yeah. man. Yeah, you, you'd love to be in Louisiana this time, bro. They got some great food. Great food. My God. Great food, great vibes. We got great vibes. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, we gonna good time, man. Good time. Yeah, we'll do, do, man, we'll do. you know. Yeah, yeah, but awesome right. stuff, man. Listen, my name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space, do a little bit of creative finance, fix and flip new construction, new to the build to rent space. Guess what, oh? In the process of locking really up another, another one, man. We got another $5 million uh, deal, plus deal, that we looking to lock up. You know what I mean? It's going to be a, a 12, 12, uh, 12 community. Uh, 12 house community that we're looking to get built. We got another 16 joint. Um, I was excited about that one, man. Um, so we got our render and we doing our feasibility. Um, matter of fact, matter of fact, we're doing our little feasibility, man. I'm gonna let me see what I can oh, itch out. I'm gonna itch out a little bit, man, because I don't want y'all to see the yeah, <laughs> address. Yeah, we don't want you to see all that. We got haters, man. We got haters, man. They they be on their job. You hear me? So we don't want we don't want the haters to win the day. No. Uh yeah, let me let me see. Let me see. Maybe, maybe no, maybe no, maybe I'm gonna come back to that old. <laughs> no, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna share that thing. Oh, I'm gonna share it. Because we doing our, I just want to show what kind of what a feasibility looking like a little bit. Um, Hello, people, come in. 
you know, just a little bit of feasibility situation, man. But yeah, this is what the community gonna look like. Oh, um, so we doing the feasibility now. Um, and we doing a mix of different different price points. Uh we got some 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 uh some four hundred plus and some three twenty-five plus, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, we're gonna try to put a little something together, man. Let me stop my shell. Not too much, not too much. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my guy Al, my guy Al, yo, in the building. We got to get you on the mic, man. Listen. Uh oh. But yeah, it's on you, O. Go ahead. And get you good morning. Good morning. O'Neill Parker, real estate investor, entrepreneur, Lafayette, Louisiana. Been investing real estate since 2016, full time, 2020. Y'all think real estate. Um, Y'all rentals, but doing a lot of flips, a lot of wholesales this year. Got to get that liquid back up. And uh, I'm enjoying every part of it, man. I want to leverage the wealth, teach people how to leverage where they are currently in their life to get wealth in real estate. That's me. Oh, okay. Al must be part of that deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I ain't going to lie. That downtown joint got me excited. It got me excited. Downtown? Yes, yeah, a downtown joint. Oh, oh, oh. We got Dr. Yeah. O in the building. Doctor Doctor O pulled up. I think it's yeah. a great conversation. Oh, we finna we finna have a blast today, man. Yeah, listen, man last, before we get to that, man, we gotta introduce, man. Listen, man, we gotta introduce uh the, the the number one news anchor on Clubhouse now on new to YouTube. You understand what I'm saying? We got Dr. Ashley V. Wilkerson in the building. What's going on, Dr. Ashley? Hey y'all! Good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, you were like, "Yeah, man, that's that Usher baby." Oh, you an Usher fan too? Absolutely. I was in here going wild, and my older daughter was like, "This is so embarrassing, mom." Hey, Ashley, <laughs> tell the truth. You let Usher hug you from the back like that, like how he did when he tell. You know, when that picture started going viral. Hey, bro, let me explain something to you. When when, when, when a dude hug your girl from the back, bro, it's over, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) When that picture started going viral, I was like... She she did this, bro. I was like, what is this this conversation like in her household right now with this picture going viral like this? What is going on? Back hug is different. Everybody don't get the back hug. You see, huh? His hand placement was, you know. The hand placement was atrocious, old. Tell the truth. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to some things. It's like, at the end of the day, it is entertainment, just like acting. That's true. That's true. But so just think about she was a movie. But think about it if she was in like power getting her cakes beat. What's the difference? I'm mad he thought about hug, it. Though. Did you see how his face looked though? <laughs> oh, oh, you're making justifications for the back hug. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, 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 What's no, no, going no, 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 on? Think about it though. Think about it though. The song is My Boo. My Boo. Got you had to convey that they booze while singing the song. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, he was crushing that body the whole time. (laughs) Why are y'all like this every single day of y'all lives? Oh my God. Silhouette, no, he's like the butt, no, like, hey, y'all. She was killing the red jumpsuit too. I'm just saying. I ain't gonna lie. 
Alicia been one of my my Hollywood crushes, whatever you want to call it. Straight up. Hell yeah. Alicia her, always her, gave her, me Kelly little Rose. boy vibes. I always liked nah. her though. She give me little boy vibes though. She do. Not little boy yeah. vibes. What's mm-hmm. a little boy vibes? She always gave me little boy vibes. I don't know what that's about, but I, I bet I've if she walked past you, that little boy spirit. vibes could be gone. Huh? He's like, damn. I bet if she walked past you, you'd be like, God damn. I just wanted Usher's not, concert. Not, more like she wanted to be a little boy. You know what I'm saying? I wanted Usher's concert to be longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I need to have ever. to get back to the football game for real. I just wanted his concert during the, the football got the hits, game don't to be loud, longer. Like, there were some songs that I really wanted to hear that he didn't even get a chance to do. Like, I'm hit. going to his next concert. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think it's up there, boy. You mind giving us a quick intro real quick, Ashley? Hey, mm-hmm. y'all. Dr. Ashley V. Wilkerson. Good to be back in the building. I'm a speaker, leadership expert, and motivator. But most importantly, right now in this moment, I'm the co-host to Byron and O'Neill on the No Stingy Energy podcast. Thanks so much for tapping into it. If you haven't already, make sure... You subscribe and yes, connect with us indeed. on social media. Yes, indeed. Well, so, so Ashley, you didn't say you didn't say nothing about what? Would you let Usher hug you from the back? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Usher and I are singing my boo and uh. She getting that back hug on. <laughs> In so many words, she getting that back hug. Yeah, she taking that moment. She, she, yeah, she taking that moment. You know what I'm saying? She gonna act surprised later on. She's gonna be like, I had no, I- no Look, I idea. Had no idea. I was gonna do that. I mean, I was just performing, babe. I, you know? I ain't gonna I was- lie. You knew what the hell happened during, uh, what you call it? With the walkthrough before? You knew what the hell happened. <laughs> she knew that was about to happen. I ain't gonna lie, Usher had a lot of things going on, man. Got to release the concert. Shout out tour. to the Nukes, the Kaplan's the who were in the building during the concert. Hmm. And the you band. That man got all kind of stuff going on, man. Going he on. didn't get married. He just filed for his um nah, they marriage got married license. after the Super Bowl, I think. Knows his license. They said they haven't filed, they haven't filed the license yet. They applied for it. Gotcha. I'm seeing a lot of different things about that. Oh well, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Um, a lot to cover, a lot going on in the news, <laughs> a lot going on in the news. Uh, we got Doctor O in the building. Start act like that's mm. normal. Yeah, right. Yeah, now. I want to. I want to. She, she got to say about that. What Doctor O taking a- that back hug from Usher. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. O, are you taking that back hug from Usher? <laughs> Curious minds want to know. This is this is what I want both of you to stop doing today. Okay. All right. Stop picking on us women. We are very <laughs> to masculine men. He's he's got a little something going on. Honestly, uh-huh. I will admit they were performing a song and you could even tell by her uh, embrace of uh, like the holding of his arm that she was uncomfortable. Mm. But, but, but she was also aware that they are performers. So he was performing. So I noticed <laughs> that he does not mind putting himself on women like that. So he's been doing mm-hmm. that for a while. This is yeah, normal. He, he tried to do it to uh, a yeah, uh, uh, yeah, track record. 
Right, he, 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 track record. And so because of that, she's probably going to get away with it. And Swiss Beats could literally care less about some Usher, I'm sure. Right. I'm like totally sure. But anyway, my point is, yes, I probably would have enjoyed and embraced uh, from <laughs> us at some point in the day. You know, that part. Not, I, I love men, you know, but no, I, I think say no to Usher. I think he's amazing. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, I liked it. I liked watching him do that to her. It was amazing. I love Usher, baby. <laughs> you oh know what I'm God. saying? Hey, Byron, that's like, that's like acting us. We hug Alicia in the back. Yes, indeed, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> no, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yes, like indeed. Bros. No. See, if a woman came up and hugged you guys from the back like that, or just period, just came up and hugged you guys like that, I, I couldn't even see y'all accepting those type of embraces. I don't know why. It just doesn't mm. seem, it doesn't even seem like y'all want that in y'all's life. I don't know. Do a you soft, own it? A Did soft you? back hug can come through clutch depending <laughs> on your way, the way you situated. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the way they, the way, it, it's all about positioning. It's all about positioning. <laughs> Help us, Byron. Help us. Thank you, sir. We <laughs> they are like every day of their lives. That's 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 <laughs> that's that's what you want to hold on to right there. I got a question for Dr. Onassi. What was your thoughts about Beyonce commercial? She has some things going on too. I didn't see the Super Bowl and I didn't see the commercials. I have been so tranched in trading because I'm trading for my life right now. So I had I didn't even get to see anything. So I'm gonna let Dr. Ashley take that one. I didn't see it. I say after that commercial, I'm sure T Mobile went up their stock prices. I saw somewhere that they paid her forty-five million dollars for that commercial. What and um, I also was impressed that she had far more talking points in that commercial than I've ever seen her in just about anything that she does. Um, yeah, and she's so, not a big talk. Yeah, she's really not. Um, and that's no shade. That's just truth. She doesn't really talk much. And so that was the first thing I said when I saw it. Um, I thought it was a very creative segment for her and is very appropriate. So it was like who she is. And then right afterwards, she she released two country songs. Um, I think it's a two song album that she released with a visual, <laughs> and the visual proved that Beyonce can literally do anything, and people <laughs> will rock with it. Like the videos, the visuals that they released for the two songs is literally one segment recording that just loops the entire song that's it it's it's one recording and it just loops over and over and over again the entire song and it already has over a million um either views or likes i can't remember i saw over a million indicated under the video but it's already trending i think uh in the top five for both songs that she released the country songs and people are already going viral on social media with wearing cowboy suits as a result of Beyonce. They got the hats, they got the boots, they got the things. I got a question about that. Mm -hmm. So now that she, well, Beyonce got a lot of things going on. Y'all think she's going to take over the, the, the country music sector? Uh I wouldn't doubt like, that. Like, she, she's going to win a Grammy. 
in the country music. In the country part. music. So I said this a long time ago because she's switching. Uh, like every album is a different. Uh, what you call it? That's a genre. That's what I said yeah. on Clubhouse a long time ago. I don't know if you all remember the conversation, but I basically said Beyonce is one of the few. Michael Jackson was one too, but Beyonce is one of the few artists who literally pushes herself. Every single album incorporates a new genre and she dominates every genre that she touches. Her fan base has propelled her in a way where she wins in every single genre. So she's literally the most versatile, the most decorated artist and has won across genres and not one in only one category genre. That's crazy, bro. I heard him take a hold of one. I didn't hear 16 characters. I listened to both of them last night. Um, and y'all should go check the visual to see what I'm referencing. <laughs> but I listened to both of them last night. I like Texas Hold'em better. Um, you know, but you know, they're decent, they're they're pretty good. What's crazy is you know, the culture going run the views up. She going definitely win something in the in the country department. And it's probably not even from the country people. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. a fact. That's, That's crazy, true. bro. It's like with that uh, break my soul situation. I didn't really like it, but it ran it up, bro. I don't. What genre is that? Like, was like, that pop damn. or go go or something? House. It was house music. I don't know. I don't know, but you know they ran that up too. I'm sure. She, did she win some awards on that? I mean, yeah, she's won awards for every album, but like Jay Z said, she's the most decorated. <laughs> Uh, but she hasn't won Grammy for a full album yet. And one of the reasons why she may not have won for a full album yet is because that actual genre base doesn't support it fully, but her base supports it fully. And there's a difference. I know the country community couldn't be sick. She's taking over their stuff. I think it's good that she shows that Black people can Right, because uh, there are very few black people who, who you know, Darius Rucker is referred to all the time, and there are very few notable black people in that space. There, there are some, but very few. So I think it's good that she can show that black people can do that, and then it will tap into other black people doing it more. Well, isn't it the truth that a lot of country come from you know the older rock music that black folks created anyway? So, yes, I mean, it's really just. A and if you listen to it right now, they sound like they're rapping. Like, the have fact. you heard like like they really like? It is amazing <laughs> how um, this is this culture vulture vulturism and all this um, appropriation of all sides. I'm not just talking about just white people, but the the mixtures of of taking things that they feel is gonna pop. And I have not heard one on the radio. Now I don't listen to all. Uh, my father uh, listened to country music all the time, but I don't listen to all. But on the just I guess mainstream radio. All of it sounds extremely R&B, hip hop-ish. And they know right. that because they, they like that lifestyle. And to be honest with you, the reason why black people talk 
like this and all that. They got that from, you know, country white folk. I mean, that's who they had to talk like, sound like, and they couldn't talk in their own dialect or else they got beat up. So we that talking and all that stuff came from them, actually. We don't talk like that. That's not, I mean, we didn't even have that type of dialect. Where did we get that from? So I'm saying that to say that the cross colonization has been there but they do try to mimic their sound to sound more uh cultural and mainly of course they're gonna get that from black culture so it's just interesting y'all are talking about that this morning because i just thought about that and it's like uh that sounds very black <laughs> but they've been doing that we on top that's what you're saying Facts. gotcha what else you gotta share ashley well, I mean, there's a lot going on. They got a lot to share. I, I have a surprise for you, Ashley, before you start. Hold ooh. on, please. What's my surprise? Oh, oh, tea time. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> How did y'all know I love some tea? <laughs> tea time. Is it tea time with yeah, Ashley? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was cute, actually. I drink hot tea every day. That's part of my daily regimen. Mm. Non-caffeinated, huh? I drink tea too. I'm a tea guy. I'm not a. Coffee. I'm a tea guy too. I don't drink coffee. You're a tea guy. I mean, <laughs> I was, you're, a short, you're a short little guy. <laughs> I'm a tea girl too. That is so funny. Oh, Are you a tea guy? <laughs> I'm a tea girl too. I don't drink coffee, um, but yeah, that's a thing. So there's a lot going on in the news today. You know, a lot of people did not want the Chiefs to win. Are you all one of those people? No. I I, I actually wanted them to win. Um, I felt like they they, they deserved it. I, I, uh, me and my wife had a bet. I was like, I think the Chiefs win. She said, I think the 49ers won. I said, look, the Chiefs win. Like they hit 100 push-ups for me. Oh, I'm so, I thought it was going to be something else. I thought you were going in a different direction. No, 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 no. Yeah, they got more to the maybe, bit, but I ain't Maybe you that. were going in that direction. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. Now, she couldn't hit the 100 push-ups do something else, you know? Well, you know, we ain't going to go that far. Oh, Lord. We don't need to know. We don't need to know. <laughs> Hilarious. Morning, morning, morning. Building. What's going on now? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. I'm sorry, man. I was driving when y'all got invited me up, man. I wanted to make sure I was uh at the office, uh uh proud of hopping on, man. Shout out yes, to the noose. Y'all thought we was rocking it, baby. Yeah, the noose was in the building. Yo. Yeah, what? you know what I'm saying? Y'all was all over Instagram. If want to get down, though, he still got a pledge. We don't do honorary members, dog. Everybody earn our letters, baby. I could do no that. honorary members? None. Mm. Oh, no, we don't do honorary, but, but no, I don't want to, you know, uh, besides that, but it, it, it was a dope show. Loved it. The game was amazing. The concert was, was on a, point. That was the best Super Bowl I watched. It was a dope, it was, it was a dope Super Bowl. One of our honorary Bowl, members. Of it was Usher's concert. With he, the represented for Atlanta. he represented for Atlanta. And um, here's my question. This is for Dr. Owen and, and, and. Dr. Ashley V. Wilkerson. Ooh. <laughs> Hi. Well, how do y'all rank this performance of all time? Super Bowl performances. Is it mm. top three? I mean, where y'all put it at? 
it's in my top three. I'm biased. I'm a big Usher fan, so it's definitely in my yeah, top yeah. three. She she with the hugs from the back and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all Don't do me, Byron. Don't do me like that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't come for me in these YouTube streets. Don't do that. <laughs> now, I did want to point out that one of my sorors from Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Miss Andre Day, sang, okay, Ooh. at the Super Bowl. She sure Ooh. did. Let's put some respect on it. Put some respect on it. The Black National Anthem. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. The I, moment. I love it. But I'll say this. Shout out to DST. But uh, people was Googling, uh, Googling what's the noop. Uh, I know That's people were that was trending. Well, what are those guys with the canes? What are hey, they doing? I'm dead. Cat was work. <laughs> no, they were being Googled. They were being Googled a lot. I, I mean, I see, that's that. the thing. Got some new recruits. With these when canes. someone some puts you in their halftime show, you already know your stock's going to go up. It's just going to go up. So everyone's searching the nukes. Everyone's searching the HBCU band that performed. Mm -hmm. Everyone's mm -hmm. searching... Uh, little John hasn't been out in a minute. Everyone's searching him. Everyone's searching her, which I think him, them searching her was by design because, you know, they have a song out, a newer song out. Um, Usher and her has a song. Um, so everyone was searching her. Everyone was searching Luda. A lot of people know Luda. Jermaine Dupree for sure, them ugly ass sucks. Oh, what he God. had on? Oh, my God. Was, Am I the only one that thought that was CeeLo? Was I the only one thinking that? Oh, you thought that was CeeLo? Everybody thought it was CeeLo. Lunch or something. I don't know. Yeah, he looked like my seven-year-old with her socks and her Mary Janes and her dress. That's what he looked like. That boy had them socks popping. Didn't look at that boy. That has been the worst Super Bowl outfit. Look at that boy's socks. My God. Look. This because he got Louis Vuitton on it. Don't mean it's clean. He's a joke. Yo. Oh my gosh. He somebody somebody was 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 with him before he decided to make this decision. They say, man, you think these gonna fly? I think <laughs> whoever uh, that person is, they, they need smart. to reevaluate the friendship. Well, I'm just saying. I think no. reevaluate the friendship. I'm just saying. This is this is where you do stuff like that at. You gotta be trending. You don't want to be not trending during Super Bowl. I'm telling you, that was all marketing. Hilarious. I would not want to be on that side. I mean, that's a prime example of any media is good media. Any attention is good attention because he captured attention for his socks. And now everybody's searching who he is. And they're going to find out who he is. His stock just went up, too, just because of some socks. Look at them yeah. socks. You see them? My God. Got a little pearl and everything. My God. So them right the there friend was. Socks, I just wonder who was the friend that said this is okay. I'm saying there are some AKs some who are going to be grabbing these socks now because of that pearl. That's all I'm saying. Because mm. <laughs> of that pearl detail. He might he might be on to something right there. I'm just saying. Well, oh he, he probably paid at least four five hundred dollars for them ugly ass socks. Man. <laughs> That's a prime example of how they use their money. Mm. Oh. Oh Did y'all check Ice Spice with Taylor Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift got more more uh, time on the camera than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I even know they were cool like that. Taylor Swift put her on too. They probably got they probably got an album coming out together or something, mm -hmm. a song or something. That little orange fool walking around. 
Yeah, I mean, they did spin her. What I thought was appropriate, though, is that he didn't make his speech about her. Um, and I know everyone was waiting to see what he was going to say, but he didn't mention her at all. They spanned her during his speech, but he didn't make the speech about her like some couples tend to do. Not saying that that was right or wrong, but I know people were looking to see if and what he was going to say. So that was interesting. Well, happy he didn't. Why you think everybody was hating on <laughs> Why you think everybody didn't want the Chiefs to win? Of that. Um, so I think people hate success. Man, y'all, in today's culture, people hate success, people hate love, people hate healthy relationships. Ooh, it's ooh, the weirdest thing. Wait a minute. Thing. Wait a minute. Like trauma. Yeah. And that I is think, a fact. Yeah, and I think we gotta be honest about that. But I also think that the representation that they have and the possibility of the powerful force that they can be, people aren't feeling it. They don't like it at all. But on the flip side of that, I think one of the reasons why is because um, some people didn't want the two worlds to collide, right? And so some people don't like the fact that the Swifties blew up the Chiefs and the Swifties blew up uh, his income. Mm. And that's a fact. Like, that's been proven, right? Every I don't think you're getting paid enough never- anyway. He's never sold as many jerseys. <laughs> he's never had his his name trending. No one was really interested in, in, in interviewing him about anything other than football. So he was dominating that world, but he hadn't crossed over. Now he's crossed over to the whole world because of her, her legendary stardom, if you will. Mm. Well, I tell you what, he, 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 he chose right because uh, yeah. boy been on... <laughs> This bill had been on more commercials than I did dinner. Anybody, he got dinner more commercials than Pat Mahomes. And shout out to the Chiefs. The Chiefs winning is great for State Farm, which is great for me. So hey. I'm happy the Chiefs won. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, uh, actually, you brought up something though. I gotta, I gotta highlight this. You brought up the fact that people hate love today, and, and here's the thing. I've noticed that something. And I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, and I'm going I'm to I'm I'm just pass this question around. What I've noticed, right, people in real good relationships, people with happy relationships, they tend to not share those relationships. But people okay. with traumatic dysfunction, blue face, they share it all over the internet. And here's the thing. What I realized, the people who have good relationships, a lot of them are scared to share their good relationships. Why is that? Can somebody help me? Internet gonna ruin it, that's why. Mm. The internet is infamous of causing division. They'll take something so small like Usher holding Alicia and try to break it up. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the same caution that's exercised in the whole perspective of don't share your goals with everybody. Oh, we, got o. we got face in the building. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't share your goals with everybody, right? Because you never know who's going to try to sabotage your goals, who's going to try to, uh, you know, de- prevent you 
from attaining your goals. And so you can't share your goals with everybody. You know, you can't be public facing about what your goals are. And I think it's the same narrative in relationships today. Mm. What you think, Dr. O? I think you're on mute, though. Oh, my bad. I was, I was yeah, she's, she's absolutely correct. And it's a, um, it's a program, right? So it's a program. Um, Byron, we talked about this a long time ago when we were talking about women don't like speak up for themselves and they don't promote themselves. And that's probably why they don't get raises or get in higher positions. And sometimes because the moment we start saying something positive about ourselves, here goes hell, like literally attracted to it, you know? And so I agree with Ashley a hundred percent. Uh, and I agree with you too, Byron. I had a gentleman I was dating and he had me, not us. He had me as his profile photo. On oh, Facebook, right. Damn. On his page? And then, you know, I'm active in the streets. So he had me popping on his Facebook all the time. And he was just promoting me, promoting me, promoting me. Um, the Lord began to give me visions and dreams that he was doing stuff. He didn't have any business doing behind okay, my back. Okay. 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 I, um, I noticed that even I, 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 I got into his phone that day because he told me, you know, log on to my phone. I'm not doing anything. I'll show you here. Here's my phone. Take it. And I'm like, are you not confidently wrong? Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, There's stuff in the phone. So I see (laughs) how he was talking to these women. Like, you know, there's no way I'm leaving this woman, you know, thank you for night, but I can't go anywhere. Yada, yada, all the BS. I'm like, I'm supposed to be in his phone. I'm supposed to be that's that's a pride to you. But the point that he was trying to make was like, even if I did step out, there's no way I could like not be with you. And you, you're you my this and you're my that. I was his. I, it was so public, Byron, to your point. It was so public. And I was in shock. Had I not had those visions and dreams, I wouldn't have even believed that he was doing that kind of stuff because of how into me he was publicly. But privately, he was battling some of his own demons and things of that nature. I don't judge. Brother, have a nice life. I even talk to the young ladies, let them know if they ever needed anything. Contact me. I'm here for you. Whoa. Because um, it doesn't it doesn't make me any. That just wasn't my person. I'm not going to crawl and scrap. It just wasn't my person. And that's OK. It wasn't time wasted. It wasn't the devil. It was a person that didn't have a healing that they needed. And they needed something else to do before they got with me. No problem. I left. I went on about my business. But my point in that is, Byron, he was so public about me. It was questionable. Right. Mm. I agree. You don't necessarily put your positive stuff out there because you don't know the mental state and the emotional state of other people. And some mm. people aren't programmed for joy and happiness. They're programmed for depression, trauma, drama, and all the stuff that happened to them in their childhood. And when they see you doing good, it reminds them of them not doing good. So it's mm. not they're mm. jealous of you or envious of you for doing good. They're jealous and envious because they don't know how to do it for themselves. And so they scratch at you, right? Mm you're doing well and you say something positive i can say something as simple as i'm rare i got eaten up in this room in this chat for just saying that i'm rare and i'm like i am though like i know that i'm rare so are you what's the problem are we mad because a woman said that she was rare i can't even say that i'm not even talking about my millions and my bentley i'm not talking about that i'm Ooh. talking about just being rare yeah <laughs> i got my eaten God. up in this room just for saying that and it's like what is wrong with people? We can't say anything positive about ourselves. We can't speak about love. Any brother that loves on a female, he gets beat up. You're henpecked. You're a simp. You're this. If he showed, look at Russell Williams. Will, Will, uh, Will, That's a simp. They yeah. Oh, yeah, they tear him up. We'll call you a simp now. Come on. So anyway, I just agree with her. I 
been through that myself. I had to really be careful and not speak negativity when I was going through that. But yes, I don't believe in those public relationships anymore. I don't even want to go on Facebook anymore with a husband or a relationship anymore after what I went through because it, it, it is a facade sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Since we're talking about relationships, man, in the business, what, what's your thoughts about Odell and Kim Kardashian? I think that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna boost the stock up. What, what oh, you yeah. thought? What you thought, Al? Uh, man, you know, because they some marketing now. No, no, no. It's hard for me to put my. I don't know what's going on in this brain, and anyone says that they know what's going on, um, they're flat out lying. But mm. here's my perspective. I'm not saying Odell's doing this because again, I'm not in this brain, but I monetarily is a good move um uh, just with all the followers she has the influence she has i think she's an astute businesswoman uh as far as something serious and long term i mean i don't know no. uh, um it's it's you gotta deal with kanye his four children there the cameras in your face all the time i don't think that's a recipe for happiness that's my personal opinion uh, so I'm taking a practical perspective on this. Uh, so monetarily, it makes sense from a relationship standpoint. I don't know. You know, if if he's with all the cameras, I mean, I, I mean, he's a star too, and and, and stuff like that. Did it, it? Hey, teach his own, man. Teach his own. I would. I'm not gonna lie, man. But that's me. Everybody's different. Everybody got their I'm own. I'm not gonna play. lie, Al. He could make a lot of money messing with Kim way more than he did in the NFL. No, I agree. Mm. So I, I said monetarily it's a good move, but yeah. I'm not going to say that's the reason the man did it, right? Yeah. From a business move, it's a phenomenal decision. From I a relationship move, really, I mean, I don't know. I think it's smart because really, you got to keep it. You got to keep it honest. He had the end of his career. Oh yeah, yeah. He he definitely on his last leg. I, I would agree with that. He ain't getting no literally dollar contracts no more. <laughs> that's done. Literally, wait a minute. <laughs> literally on his last leg. Yeah, so I think I think it's smart business wise, and uh, and then also for Travis Kelsey, I think it's smart for him too because he's not even getting paid enough. He only getting fifteen million a year. Oh, he making more in endorsements than he is playing on the field. Yeah, that's horrible. Oh. Yeah, but he don't have a baggage to deal with. Yeah, you know, I think it's, you I, smart, I think it's smart. It's pimp then, huh? You guys are okay with pimping. Oh, what you don't say that. That's a that's a pretty uh, harsh conclusion, Doctor I just put a disclaimer okay. out that hey, I don't know this man's mindset, and I personally said I wouldn't, I wouldn't move in that direction. I'm just, I, I think that's what women are supposed to do. That's what we are to do to upgrade and to help and to support and to leverage and all that. I'm 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 just playing. I think it's great. Well, I say, damn, Pippin. I'm just joking. My God. <laughs> You, you you know, but when you think about it, though, right, D do you really believe somebody like an Odell Beckham has any business, real business? Just, can we, <laughs> all right, all right, let me, let me, let me preface. Okay, tell me this, why would Odell Beckham choose to be with a woman like Kim Kardashian with her certain set of circumstances going on? Let's be real now. 
Monetarily is a good move. Right? Monetarily, yeah. but I'm place. saying, but but I'm just saying place. but I'm going back to I'm going back to Dr. O, Dr. O's point. I don't think there was any other reason. First, okay, because the, gotcha. the girl he had, Coco Lolo Jones, bro, she like she way better than Kim. I think. So if he doing that move, does anybody think that the move would be based out of authenticity? Nah. 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 Dang. You got a long track record, dog. She is smart to know the guy's intentions. Most guys is dating her. It's, that's probably why they're dating her. If they are younger than her, we know, well, I think Odell does have a kid. He might have two, actually. He got one. Uh, um, he got, you said, well, I don't know. He got one? Yeah, with Lolo uh, Wood. Got it. So, I mean, I, hey, man, uh, Kim Kardashian is a brilliant businesswoman. She knows exactly what she's doing. And, and you know, she's going to monetize it, too. Trust. She's going to monetize it. Mm. It could have been strategic both ways, though. Because her mom really be the mastermind behind all that stuff. Yeah, she's the real pimp. Mm. Who the mom? Yeah. Talk, what you what she thoughts about that? No, not say that. No, I like that she. I really do admire Chris. I'm. I'm gonna stop saying that word. By the way, I'm gonna stop playing. I do admire that Chris saw talent in her children. She saw talent in herself, or whatever the case may be, and she capitalized on it. And that's the other reason why Dr. Ashley V. Wilkerson just said, you know, we cannot hate on people and their and their positivity. I think it is some of it probably is genuine, Byron. But for the most part, we know that right now we're in this business world of things. We're in a strange economy. We know that if we don't partner up, that's what No Stingy Energy podcast is about. People coming together, sharing information, helping each other get out of this, navigate through this 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 uh, land. So I think some of it may be a little genuine, but right now some people are getting together because it's going to be their safeguard. Like you said about the gentleman with Taylor Swift, what would what would his career be like? And even herself, this is helping her too, right? So. It's like sometimes to get with somebody in partnership in business or personal that is going to help you get to your next level. I don't see anything wrong with that as long as you are in agreement. There's no sneaky business, no behind the scenes crap, but you guys have an agreement. I'm like, O'Neal, I don't know anything about real estate. You and Byron got it going on in that way. I'll, you know, share my such and such with you. Come be my girlfriend. You know, There's nothing wrong with that. And I think people can actually learn from that and make it your own. If you don't believe them and it's hype for them, then you can take some of that and make it real for yourself. And I think it's an opportunity here for everybody. Mm. I think it's a lot of money to be made for sure. Facts. He got a lot of things he can do and then she got a lot of things that she could bring him. I think they can help each other make a lot of money for sure. Same with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Do we believe that Travis Kelsey and is this a thing that we think gonna last? So, I, I, honestly, I I see it lasting though, because you gotta realize every relationship he been in, he been the prize, bro. Now it's the opposite. She the prize. He ain't nothing compared so, to her. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, Doctor O is this shaking man made, head. She said no. What, 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 okay, this man made fifty million a season, bro. This chick a billionaire, bro. Oh, you gotta think about what Byron said. The relationship is too public. Just based yeah. on, based on any one wrong thing, Taylor Swift could be having a business dinner with a business client, and she could reach over and whisper in that person's ear, and then it's going to be splattered on the news that she's cheating. 
It's too wow. it's mm. up for failure. You both know as much as you guys share, it's also as much as you don't share publicly. You know not to share certain things publicly. You talk about what the Lord tells you to say publicly, but there's some private matters that you and Byron may not discuss publicly. So it's too public. And you've got to think about why are they together? Who put them together? You got to think about the whole circumstance. I just see it as marketing. She has a tour coming up, a surprise pop-up tour that nobody knew about but her, right? And all of a sudden, you know, th these things are happening. The Chiefs all of a sudden go to the uh, Super Bowl. There's some dynamics behind the scenes. And that's why I say it, not because of Taylor and the dude, but mainly because there's some people behind the scenes making this so. And if, mm. oh. if wasn't those people behind the scenes making it so? Yes, there's a possibility, like Russell and Sierra. It doesn't seem like there's people, you know, puppeteering them. It seems like possibly they possibly truly got together because they were attracted to each other. Whereas with Taylor and this guy, it does seem a little manufactured. So I'm not saying that they won't. Mm. Manufacturing does fall apart at some time, some point in time when it's manufactured. If I'm wrong, let me be wrong. And I hope they make it for life. But there seems to be some puppeteering. Seems Ooh. to be. That's my personal yeah. opinion. And I could be totally wrong. Dr. O now, you know, future of Russell, that's a, that's a big difference. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> Way big difference. That's a huge difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like she was a 50 cent, 50 cent of Russell. That's a big difference. Wow. <laughs> My <laughs> God. You know what I'm saying? Buy water to Russell. That's a big difference. <laughs> she made a whole shift. So yeah, Sierra, <laughs> look, Sarah, Sierra they had, had some puppets back then too. Now yeah, they, yeah. She know. had some pickings. Now she yeah. Man, what else we got going on, Dr. Ashley? Let's keep the conversation rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, there's just... We, we having fun. There's a lot of toxicity out there right now. We like that. We like that. See, that's y'all problem. I think you like it, too. Like like Dr. was saying, you're not going to say it publicly. <laughs> but Ashley likes some toxic situations, bro. <laughs> Am I lying, by Oh my gosh! Listen, my I would never say level, it on camera. No, my tolerance level for the toxicness is far lower and smaller and shorter than yours ever. Oh no, 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 no that may be a fact. That that actually may be a fact. Hang on. <laughs> the one, the one saying she wouldn't mind the hug from the back of us. <laughs> And notice I said, but honestly, though, let's just keep it real. It's a lot of women taking that usher hug from the back. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Listen, who gonna tell usher though? But I noticed I worded it as if we were performing. Uh huh. Hence, gotcha. Will we gotcha. ever be performing? Uh huh. I'm just. Saying. I might. If yeah. we were though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the hug from the back. You might, you might. You might be on stage one day and he just pop up. Poof. Hey, my God! Listen, his performance made me go back and look at my pictures from ten years ago at his concert in Atlanta. I was like, "Let me go relive these moments right quick." Hilarious, <laughs> but you know, so there's a lot of toxic things going on right now, still stemming from Cat Williams mm. and his interview. Mm. 
And this one interview is really spinning. <laughs> there are three different narratives on at the top of the news right now that's still spinning from that one interview um, mm. that I will bring in the conversation in this moment. But there are so many others out there as well. So one narrative, Mike Epps is still inserting himself in to the limelight. And so he is um, saying that uh, he was invited to do an interview segment that he turned it down. Um, he is questioning, quote unquote, Shay Shay's um, preferences in who he likes to be intimate with. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That was a nice way of saying it. <laughs> that was a very beautiful way of saying it, man. I could look it's better, it's better than what I was saying. Better. Yeah, I don't think I could have been. Oh, no, nah, Obama like wouldn't. Yeah, no, nah, Obama <laughs> couldn't beat that one. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. Um, and so he said, "There's a reason why it's named Shay Shay," is what he's stating. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said in the nicest, most professional way I know how. Mm -hmm. The second narrative that's stemming out there, you know, Usher filed for his marriage license promptly after the Super Bowl, and Cat Williams indicated that once you get to a certain level, they give you a certain type of woman. And the internet is saying that Usher's woman's profile matches said profile. Light-skinned woman. An ugly light-skinned woman. That's what he said, right? He said strange-faced nice. I'm, I'm sorry. Strange-faced. Oh my God. He did say that, though. So, Usher's picture with his fiance has been going viral with Cat Williams' picture. Sipping his, what is that, crown he was sipping, Hennessy, whatever he was sipping. Ah, it's going 48. viral as a result. And then the third thing that is going viral, Damn. direct connection to Kat, is Monique. And Monique is going in on Oprah. Disrespectfully, I may add, but she is definitely going in on Oprah. And what she said was during the interview, she was going to keep it classy because she's representing her children, her grandchildren, her family, her, her community. Babies. But in her in her comedy shows, she doesn't have to keep it classy. She's going to tell it like it is. Mm. And she then proceeded to um, cuss Oprah out during her performance. So those are three things that are going viral right now, and it all stems from Cat Williams. Can I? And Shay Shay. Can I? Can Shay, I piss some people Shay. off real quick? I just wanna. Just want permission. <laughs> I want permission. Can I? Can I piss? Some, this is my thing, you know. And listen, I love. Listen, 
I can appreciate me some Monique, you know, like I appreciate her Queens of Comedy. I appreciate all of that, right? But Monique has gotten into a space to where she is complaining more than she is making jokes. Content, yeah. <clears throat> and my thing is this, right? Like when I get to thinking about like, um, when I get to thinking about like success, right? In any any level of success, bro. Like at some point, you got to do the work, bro. Like I don't look. I don't care what 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 nobody say. At some point, you can you can whine, you can complain, you can talk about, you can blame other folk, you can cast your accountability on the other folk. But at some point, you got to do the work. You got to take accountability for the contracts you signed, for the agreements you made, for the work you did, period. And I get it. When you go on the internet, everybody is is loving her tearing down uh, Oprah. But I'm trying to understand, uh, Dr. O, Ashley, uh, Al, O'Neal, what has Oprah done? What Oprah did to us, man? Like, is some is it something I don't know? Maybe it's yeah, something I don't so, know. What I don't know did. if you watched the interview. I, nah, I, so I think, what Oprah, I think yeah, Dr. Oprah o may probably be the, the best to um, answer that. My understanding that, and I... I don't know if it's true. It probably is true, but Oprah is one of the biggest gatekeepers in black media, period. Ooh. And what she says goes, right? Uh, she's a pioneer in the industry, got her own network, so there's a lot of power with that, a lot of influence with that. Um, and I think the, set, the same can be said about Tyler Perry, right? When you own studios, you own networks, you control the content. And that means you have influence on what actors are paid or not paid. And you have influence on what roles actors get and don't get. And uh, maybe there was disagreements on roles that she's taken or not been given to or taken away from in compensation. Right? So that's my broad understanding of it. I, I really don't get into all the, the media gossip, but, you know, Dr. Oh, please enlighten us if, if you got some perspective Cause I know you. You're probably the most equipped. You or Ashley probably way well more equipped to talk about that than us. Well, O'Neill said he, um, Oprah did something messed up. What was it? Well, what Oprah did was call Monique and ask if her brother could have come on the show because her brother called in. And people that don't know, Monique's brother molested her when she was young. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. So. Oprah called Monique and said, "Hey, is it fine if your brother come on here and apologize publicly for what he did?" Monique said, that's cool. But when the show came, her whole family was there. Her mom, her dad, her brother, her sister, or whatever. And, and Oprah never said that the whole family was coming. And that's when everything started. Mm. She felt disrespected because she didn't tell the real truth of what was going on. And she didn't agree to have the family. The, the mom on the yeah. agreed to have the brother come. Now, yeah. I could have said that. That's wrong. In my, I feel that's yeah, wrong. That could be, yeah, um, that could be ugly. Because at the end of the day, we talking about my pain and my trauma on yeah. TV. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it, it, yeah, I can see that. You know, who wants their pain? I don't know. That's a lot. What, what's your thoughts on what, that, Doc, though? 
Well, I agree. Uh, if we had an agreement on something, I told you something in private and then you just decided to do your thing without talking to me just as a person, I wouldn't be thinking about the business. That's pretty messed up. And then I bring it to your attention and you just don't really care. Like it's done. It's a done deal. So, you know, in this world of business, the personal and business lines get blurred a lot and that's okay. Sometimes as long as it's not hurting anybody. So if you found that that hurt someone, you correct it. That's it for me. Uh, I had the privilege of meeting Oprah Winfrey uh, quite a few times, uh, but the first thing that I saw about her uh, before we even physically got to talk and meet and hug and all that was she was very self-aware, extremely self-aware. Like if self-awareness was a human, it was it was Oprah in that moment for me. I like I I, I had never seen that with my eyes, like watch someone be so aware of themselves, meaning that you know you know what you're aware of in your power. So if you see that you're above something or you have power or you are a gatekeeper or you are an opportunity, then, you know, you know how to use it properly. Right. Because you're aware of it. I saw that before we even spoke. I saw it. We were literally talking with our eyes and I was able to determine what the hell she was saying with her eyeballs. And I was able to do what she asked. And when I walked up to her, she said, you're good. Like you knew what I was saying. I was like, I knew exactly what the hell you were saying. Like she's that self-aware. So that's that part. So when it comes to Monique, I do agree with Byron. I think there's some negative energy and some trauma that's still playing out in her life that is exposed so much that it's tough because she is going through some personal healing also. Um, so when I see her, I just thought she was like a bitter black woman. Like I saw her Ooh. as a bitter person and, and not because of her own fault. I'm not blaming her. Uh, you know, I understand it actually. I empathize with her. I've witnessed the same bitterness from other women in my relatives. So I'm familiar with that familiar spirit of bitterness. So I saw it. I'm like, she's just mad. She's just angry. She's so hurt. And maybe comedy was her therapy or whatever the case may be. But, you know, her relationships are not going to be well because of, there's still some things that she carries. So Oprah made a mistake. Couldn't we privately fix that mistake? Do we have to publicly fix all mistakes? So to me, it's like, okay, I do agree. Oprah made a horrible mistake, terrible mistake. It was bad, bad, bad. And I think it, some of it was intentional. Couldn't we handle this off camera? Do I have to expose my trauma with all my relationships publicly with everybody? I don't. Uh, we have a problem. We can definitely fix it. Let's fuss and cuss in private. So I don't agree with that part. However, Oprah is too aware for the games. She's very aware of herself. And so is Tyler Perry. You are aware that you're a billionaire. So I think sometimes black people are mad at Oprah for what she doesn't do for our community versus what she has been able to do for herself. I think there's a good for you, Oprah, but how does that correlate to us as a people, right? Mm. Go to Africa and not help us here. Africa sent us over here, let's be clear. And I'm 42% Nigerian. Right. And I tell them all the time, how the hell did y'all send us away and leave us over here and never come for us? You never came for us. But y'all want to come over here and take all the jobs and the money and stuff. But you left us over here. So I'm upset with y'all. I love y'all and I'm mad. No one came for us. You let you sold us over here and never came to get us. And mm. y'all know nothing about our history. They don't know anything. So I don't understand how you're taking resources from those who supported you here, mainly white people, but still those who supported you here over there and then just walk past your own people all the way to Africa. But you never come and help people. So some people may be upset by what she 
hasn't done versus what she's been able to do for herself. And she she's 50% owner of her network. Discover owns the other 50%. And to be quite honest with you, anybody could do that deal that came to them with something proper. A lot of people could probably do that deal, but a lot of people don't. And she holds a very high position and she is aware of her position. So whatever she's doing to Monique, um, there's some intention behind it. Maybe it's a power play, I'm not for sure. But I do agree that on both sides, Oprah's aware, Monique had, I don't know if she still has, but I sensed a lot of bitterness from her and probably rightfully so as a victim, right? So mm. I think there's more stuff going on than meets the eye. I do, I do want to see healing come from the situation. And like Ileana Van Zandt, they worked it out because they had major conflict and look at them now. I think the same thing is gonna happen potentially for Monique, provided that the people do right by her. And she does deserve her justice. She does. She was hurt. She's been, you know, tampered with and she does deserve justice. I just don't know that it should be public. <laughs> but that's, that's just me. I agree. I agree. The the only thing I would I would push back on a little bit is um if I don't think it's a mistake, specifically a mistake, if it was intentional. Like, I don't think she cared mm. how Monique would feel if that's mm. what she did. Mm. So that means she used someone else's pain for gain. For profit. And mm. for profit, and that's no longer something that it's, it's, it, I'm not, I do agree that some of this can be handled behind closed doors at this point, but the, and I told someone this the other day, good, bad, or indifferent. If, if you victimize someone that's now a part of their story and they have the right to handle their story and their narrative as they see fit. And so this is how she sees fit. Now, do we agree with it? No. But was she victimized and then re-victimized by a gatekeeper? That gatekeeper can't say it's a mistake because she did it on purpose if that is exactly what she did. So that's the only thing that I would say. But I totally agree with Dr. O with, with everything. But I just don't know if, if she is that aware as Dr. O witnessed her to be, then she knew the power and the control that she had in that scenario and knew how it would then impact and affect this other person as a result of it. And she did it for gain and profit allegedly and essentially. And that aspect isn't right. And she also knows that Monique doesn't have the clout or the, or the leverage or the platform or the, money. Or the financial resources that she does. And so if it wasn't for social media, and the virality of the internet, Monique wouldn't have been able to get what happened to her out there in the way that she is now. Now, I still don't agree with the the, com the comedy segment. I couldn't even watch the whole eight minutes of it. It was too much. I was like, this is just... We need to play it. Huh? I ain't uh -huh. no, oh, no, 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 you don't. No, no. You they don't need to play that. <laughs> Is that get the video demonetized, brother? She, yeah, she, yeah, she pulled hell no punches. You hear me, brother? That video was too much. <laughs> Do y'all know the reason why uh, she have an issue with Tyler Perry? 
Let me explain. Tyler Perry ruined her career. <laughs> she she what happened? Did Tyler Perry ruined her career? That what she say. Um, but what he said, it ruined her career. What did he say? Tyler Perry said publicly, Monique is difficult to work with. And like this, he at the top with kind of production and all that. If he say that, hey, that means everybody else ain't messing with it either. Yeah, I can see that. Well, yeah. I, I I agree and I disagree. I agree and I disagree. I, I I'm a firm believer, and I know some people love to to you know we talk about gatekeepers and stuff like that. I do believe that there are some people uh, in positions of power that have the ability to control certain things and certain aspects who gets on who don't get on all of those different things all of those things do exist but i guess where my dilemma is is i believe that everybody else has i mean everybody also has the ability to platform themselves and if yeah. you have a certain amount of talent just like how we're witnessing her blow up now we're witnessing cat williams blow up now i feel like talent is always going to be undeniable if it is displayed to the public, period. And I believe that the people are the ultimate decision makers when it comes to what they want to uh, 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 validate, what they want to consume, what they want to uh, 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 exalt to a certain degree. And just like what we're seeing, bro, like uh, Cat Williams' tour sold out. He got a tour with, with Monique and it's sold out. Why? Because Cat Williams put the work he took right. advantage of the situation. Absolutely. Wait a minute, but is that eight minute segment you sent me of Monique called talent? Is that what that is that what we're at the end that? of the day? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, she it's a it sold talent. out. I don't dictate, I don't dictate because, what the consumers. But is it talent or is it going back to what it's we drunk, said earlier? Is people people want but people toxic. like mess. Exactly. People like that, yeah. So people by selling out her show to hear the, the person in person give the mess. People I'm not love lie. this. What you talking about? I, pay for it. Is valuable. I, I, I don't package that as talent. That is not. I pay for it. See, because you're toxic. She, she told you. She told you that. Oh. I'm still buying it. I think it's totally different vibe. Totally different vibe. Put it in the chat. She says she never learned to fish. Oh, there you go. You see, That's and this it. is my thing. We talk about gatekeepers, but you got to understand. Tyler Perry built himself up from being homeless in his car, right, to what he is today. And I'm sure it was a lot of sacrifices involved with that. But I bet you one thing, he learned how to fish. And if you go to, if you take everything away from Tyler today, if you take everything away from Tyler today and go place him in Russia, he going to Tyler again in Russia if you give him the same amount of time. Because at the end of the day, once you learn how to fish, He'll actually do it in a shorter period because he has the skill set now. I I think what what you're saying, oh, my bad, Ashley. I think what you're saying, Byron, is you got two lanes. You got to either pick the easy lane, which Monique picked. Mm -hmm. I'm going to quote Dr. Owers. She picked the easy lane, which is the angry angry black woman. I'm going to blame everybody else for me not making it happen. And I'm going to get with the people who put me on. So instead of taking the other lane by putting in the work and just still doing what you got to do to make it happen, she took the easier route by just blaming everybody else for where she at right now. Well, on top of that, she took the easy route by going to people to put her on. And Oprah 
took the harder route. Oprah and Tyler took the harder route, which was putting themselves on. That's right. not easy. She got the she got the same opportunity, but she chose to go to Egypt up and, and try and to beg and ask other people and all that other stuff. The consequences of somebody else putting you on, and the consequences you of putting your stuff on. Listen, you, you, it, it just is what it is. If I build my own, can't nobody kick me out. Can't nobody dictate what I get, right? right. But it's not going to be easy to put myself on. If I, right. if I go to somebody, and this is a lesson. This is a lesson to everybody. If I go to somebody else to put me on, matter of, they taking me, bypassing all of the staircases that I had to climb to get here, and I'm giving them a ticket to the elevator to just ride up to my flow. They don't know what I went through to get to this top flow. They don't know. So you always and got to preface with understanding. They control your outcome, too. Absolutely. You will always be the gatekeeper when you build your own, when you build your own. But it's going to be difficult building your own. That's good. I don't, Byron, I wanted to speak to the... Oh, yeah. go ahead, sorry. Yo, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Doc. No, I wanted yeah, to... Ahead, ahead, okay, yes. I wanted to speak to the what you're saying. Like, this is huge. Like, what Byron is pulling out, and this conversation is way bigger than some Monique and some Oprah. It really is a self uh, opportunity for anyone here to understand the difference by using this as an opportunity. So I love what you're saying, right? So I agree. If I am not in real estate and I don't know much about real estate and I really don't, I only have a couple, a couple of properties. So I, I really don't know, but I'm sitting up here telling Byron and O'Neill this amazing opportunity that I cannot capitalize on. And I know that these brothers are in that industry. I'm doing that on purpose because I'm kind of basically telling them what I know and I can't take advantage of it, but I'm telling them so they could. To sit there and tell an Oprah Winfrey who knows nothing but news, publicity, talk show stuff, a dying story that she has shared a million times, by the way, this is what she does. You wanted her to do something about it. That's why you told her about this. And then when she did do something about her, she's now the villain for what you told her. Now, I agree that you probably should be very careful about what you tell a Tyler Perry or an Oprah Winfrey, being that they are people that are writers or producers or whatever, they're in the media. So you told a media professional, right? So let's just Agreed. say she told Barbara Walters, let's take Let's take Oprah out of the equation and say she told Barbara Walters. You expect Barbara Walters not to do something about what you said? So then a part of it was intentional on both sides. As I said, Oprah is so self-aware, it's hard for me not to believe that she didn't intentionally do this to, to Monique. There had to have been some intention because she's too self-aware. That's number one. Number two, Monique also intentionally told Oprah as well. She mm. also told Oprah too. She also got with a Tyler Perry as well. She also knew that if she told Tyler Perry, no, I'm not going to go and do such and such. And she told Oprah, no, she also knew what that would cause being that they put in their mind. And I don't agree with this, but they put her on as she requested. She wanted to be put on Byron and O'Neill put Dr. O on Dr. O is confessing publicly. She don't know nothing about real estate like they do. They have the upper hand over her, not in a negative way. They just do. And then she comes in and they make her uh, a mogul in real estate. And then she says, well, Byron and O'Neill told so-and-so such and such after they put me on. You don't tell Byron and O'Neill, no. They're like, Dr. O, we need you to do this deal. These are the people that got me where I wanted to be. 
where I said I wanted to be. Now I'm there and I'm saying, nah, I'm busy. I, I can't do it. You don't do that in relationships. So there is a both sided situation happening here that people can recognize how relationships are really supposed to go. And we can reverse engineer this to our benefit. This is definitely victimization on both sides. This is also intentional on both sides. And I believe that there is some bitterness in, in Monique that will be healed. I hope, I pray. But I do think that her toxicity or, or the toxic stuff that Tyler Perry said it was difficult to work with her, that was that brother's experience. Did he have the right to tell somebody else? Yes. Did it hurt her? Yes. Should he make it right? Yes. But he had a difficult time with this difficult woman. In his own opinion, he did not like working with her. And he told someone else. And I could say, you know what? I don't appreciate, uh, 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 I won't name anyone here, but I don't appreciate so-and-so for what they did to me. Should that tank uh, Byron's career? Like, no, I just did. I had a bad experience with him and I didn't like it. And I should be able to freely say that without tanking someone's career and being the blame of someone's whole career going to crap. I'm sorry. Mm. 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 A lot right there. That's a lot. That's a lot. Monique. Oh, I think she just needs to go put in some work, man. <laughs> Bruh, she, did know, she did the same thing with Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. she, you know, her and Kevin Hart was communicating. Kevin Hart said, look, whatever you need, I'm going to do it. Like, talking about producing some shows or movies for her. And I guess the relationships Kevin Hart have with Isla Perry Oprah. You know, Kevin said, cool, I'm going to make it happen. She said she ain't never heard from this. Yeah, bro. Kevin got, got in the meetings, bro, and they was like, nah, we're not dealing with that. We're not dealing right. with that. She just got to stand on her own, too, man, and produce her own stuff. Produce like her own stuff. Get on YouTube, go start doing some shows. Like, she can get on her feet. She just ain't trying to put the work in. Shout out to Matilda in the building, one of our members. Uh, thank you, uh, Matilda, for being a problem. We got Darby in the building. Darby got something to say. He say false. Let's talk about it, Darby. What's going on? What's your thoughts? Hey, man, I've been trying to get in here for like 10 minutes, but I got this little new iPhone, dog, which I have. Yeah, about to the Android, you know? Nah, you got to yeah. get used to the iPhone, man. <laughs> nah, dog. I'm, I, I, my phone broke the other week. I got to uh, get a new joint, bro. But, um... But speaking on that, what I was saying false about is that Oprah and Tyler Perry have been friends for a long time. Oprah helped uh, Tyler Perry a long time ago with his first production to get on BET uh, for, uh, for whatever his Medea plays was. So they always been buddy-buddy. They met in like New York when his shows uh blowing up and so on and so forth. So yes, he built his own legacy as far as the plays go, but as far as getting on the big screen and stuff like that, Oprah was there the whole way. That's why they're so close now. You know, ain't nobody about to be buddy-buddy just off a of humbug. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, he does great stuff, whatever. Like, nah. Oprah riding up coattails well for Tyler. So anything that he got doing on, going on, Ty uh, Oprah's right there. So mm. as far as his success, you know, kudos to his success. I respect him wholeheartedly, but we're not going to act like, you know, Oprah and him ain't buddy-buddy. Now, Oprah also... I feel like, I think it was you, Byron, who said, you know, when they get to a certain stage, they, they start to gatekeep. Well, that's what I don't like in Hollywood, and I would never see myself in Hollywood. She she is gatekeeping a whole lot because 
she's buddy buddy with the elites. Like let's 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 keep it a bit. But in in gatekeeping, kind of like a natural byproduct of being in position to put people on. Yes and no. The reason why I say that is because it's it's kind of like a, a like a self made thing. Like oh, I, I feel like I did this my work and so on and so forth, and I built myself. I made these relationships and so on and so forth. But then you turn. Then people like Oprah would turn around. It just be like, oh, we're doing this for the black community. I want to uplift. I'm building schools in South uh, South Africa, uh, and so on and so forth. And I'm just like, like pick a side. Are you for the people, or are you just doing this for yourself, Cloud? Like, or are you just mm. building this to make sure make make you look good? So I always respect the Oprah in the media sense, but as far as as for the people, we should say, it, it she ain't there all all the way. So, so I guess my, my question is this. So let's say, for instance, for like a company, right? You got a company and you got a management, you got a, you got managers, right? So, yes. so would you, would you say that a manager who, you know, you got your regular employees, your lower level employees, then you got your managerial staff, then you got your, your executive staff, right? Mm. And then you got the CEO. Wouldn't you say that some of those managers are kind of gatekeepers to the supervisors, or supervisors are gatekeepers to the execs, and and so forth? How, how, like, I guess for, can for everybody be an exec? Can everybody be? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, you're right to an extent as far as the ministerial stuff, but as far as like people doing business and doing work, like. You you're gonna see these people at award shows. You're gonna see these people at at the Oscars, the Grammys, networking events, and so on and so forth. But not me and you can't come, or I don't want to say me and you. You and you and O'Neal can't go to her and say, "Hey, I have this YouTube channel called No Stingy Energy." You're gonna have to go through those uh, those managerial staff before she even hears about it. They're gonna kick it out and say, "No, we're not, we're not doing this." You know, now granted, I hope y'all do get a TV show one day, but for somebody who is low level, they're not going to get to them. But Monique was doing shows for a long time. She was doing movies for a long time. So for her to be treated as if she hasn't done any work, just like Taraji P. Henson is being treated, you know, it's kind of a smack in the face because um, they're not getting the same respect. Now, the only person, and this is like, I don't, I don't want to say he's an idol, but I respect him as far as the business he done. Kevin Hart took his bag and and uh, vertically integrated it. Like he was smart. Like I'm not going to keep this money just to say I'm the biggest star. I'm going to create a production uh, studio. I'm going to have multiple businesses where I invest in. Like he did the right thing. Now, granted, they should have did. Monique should have did the right thing with her money and took it and took it in. And vertically integrated it, but to her to her story, she didn't know much, right? So that's where the Byrons and O'Neills of real estate give that free information, or just give that information, like you know what? I know you don't know much right now, and I've made it to this far, but let me help you along the way. So I guess I think they got a lot of situations because. She was making money now. She was getting fifty five thousand an episode from the park, and and that's early two thousands. That's early. Yeah, that's that's the money back then, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early two thousands. You get you a million in a year, twenty two episodes. And listen, listen, if you had a show, if you had a if you had a a show like they did, because in that era, you had the Parkers, 
You had uh, Martin. You had Martin was a little bit after. Yeah, Martin was before. a little. Yeah, Martin was a little bit before. What else? You had the uh, girlfriends. You had one on one. There was it was a black mecca. It was a black mecca. Yeah, it was a lot of because we didn't have social media, so that's what we was capitalized off our conversations of when we go to school the next day. We had great shows, but they just didn't take it into into another level. But a lot of people was gonna take advantage of because they didn't know much. But at the same time, what Byron said too, they signed a contract. You can't complain for something that you signed. Oh, one hundred ten percent, one hundred ten percent. You know, just like he didn't renegotiate three hundred and sixty deal. They decided it's just like they just like listen, give me the bag. I'm I'm on now. But they don't know what they so got themselves into. Darby, just like anything, bro, you gotta pay for mentorship. Like somebody, somebody could have tell you what to do, but you didn't take the time out to go research to go find people that hey that been in this position before. First Paying fifty five thousand. Oh, yeah. Look, man, I need your help to renegotiate this because I just feel like I'm not getting my worth. I'm still getting the same amount what I did in season one, to season four. Is there any way you can help me out in this situation? But no, she was probably making the money, spending the money. That's it. And now, twenty years later, she complained about it. Like, nah, bro, this shit over. Yeah. Uh, now, Grant, I mean, you're right about that. Now, what she did say, and I take, I take what Monique says with two grains of salt. Only because some of it makes sense. It's like how everybody believes in Cat Williams. Some of it makes sense, and it's some of it don't. You know, they, it looked like what she said, they was hiding money as well. They told her, hey, your, your show is not making this amount of money, but y'all only get paid a yeah. million a year or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yes, pay for mentorship, but at that, at that same time, dog, it's like, well, you don't come from much, and you 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 making this amount of money, the most money you ever made, it's like, are you going to say anything to jeopardize that? No, no, no. So you just going, you going to take it and just be like, okay, this must be the right thing. This must be the right thing. I mean, I'm making more money than I ever made. I'm on TV. I'm getting invited place to place. You know, I'm here and there. Uh, something must be right. But once you, the more you know, the more you do. So I think that's where she's at right now. It's like, dang, you know, I didn't know I was getting played that bad. Shit, mm. too late for that now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna get that money back. No, it's on the contract, like it's business. Like my goal is to get cheap labor and make a lot of money. Like yep. everybody do that. Yeah, I, I honestly think she should take what she knows now and just try to do something as far as mentoring other young actresses coming up. Uh, open up her own production studio and start putting shows on Tubi. I don't care. Like people are trying to make a way. <laughs> People trying yeah. to make a way. She got she got a little coin in her pocket. She's doing shows or whatever. It's like now it's it's time to stop complaining and do something about it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm team always do something about it. I'm I'm team always independence. I'm to I'm team always control your own bag. I'm team always uh do for self. You know what I'm saying? I'm always gonna be on that team. Um, because I believe that you know autonomy is important. I think it's a bag and ownership. I, I I may be weird, but I personally think that when you have ownership, when you have equity, right, you have a say. Um, and yep. not to say that 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 people who don't have equity don't have a say, but the person with equity is going to always have the ultimate say because they're spending the money. They're taking the risk. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that we always if you want to be in the in the position to ultimately make the decision, you need to be putting some money on the table. It's just that simple. It's just that in the simple. beginning. Yeah, it's just that's that why, simple. That's why Kevin Hart opened up his own his own studio. So now. He says anytime he does a movie and a major studio partner. wants to be a part of it, they're a partnership. But he did that yeah. at the at the height of his career. So now all his movies that he's making, if they get bought by Amazon or they get bought by Netflix or whatever, he get big bags too. They did, but but what stuff. I'm trying to get a, a better understanding is because now he's going to be considered, quote unquote, for him taking the opportunity, right, to put himself in position of an owner. Listen to me now. Now he's going to be considered a gatekeeper, in, at least in the, in the eyes of the black community. Well. Is that fair? I've seen him give like social media guys a shot at being in the camera with him. Like even small, like he did stuff with Keith Lee. He does stuff with uh Funny Marco. Is it is dude named Funny Marco or whatever? Yeah, yeah he but, does like, but, but, he but reach it down. He's but here's my thing down. though. He did he he created ownership for himself. Yeah, regardless if he, he do has anything that, for anybody. Yeah. He put he it's, it's no different. Okay, let's say for instance, right? Let's say if me and you doing a deal, uh, Darby, we doing a uh, a real estate deal, right? Uh, you doing consulting, I'm putting the money up, right? You doing consulting, I'm doing the money. Who you think in that relationship has ultimate control? I mean, it's usually the person bringing the bag. Facts. So you you really just work for high at that point. Facts. Yeah, so, and that's so, where that's where with, Kevin with Hart. Where that's where Kevin Hart and, and I heard Nipsey say that as well. You know, I'm not I'm not being for hire anymore. You know, I'm not the talent anymore. I'm the business partner. You know, so anytime that I'm being brought on, you're not putting me on as Kevin Hart. You're not hiring Kevin Hart. You have a, you're hiring Hart Beat Productions or something like we that. We have a partnership. We have a partnership. So I think well, they should. I want to say I think. Everybody who has a YouTube channel or who is a major influencer, they should create that situation to where anything that they're doing is a production studio. Now, Kevin on stage, he's doing it the right way. He's Man, doing it a lot way. of people on YouTube right now. Look at Club Shay Shay. Look, look, look. Here's the deal. Look at Tucker Carlson, bro. Tucker Carlson just interviewed yeah, Putin. Like right? Who? And he's... Putin, bro, like the, the 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 you know the head guy of Russia. Tucker so, Carlson came from what Fox Studios. He, he came from Fox. Fox. So yeah. so Tucker said, "Look, okay, the gatekeepers then kicked me out. The gatekeepers then kicked me out. They didn't blackball me. I'm gonna take everything that I've built for myself, and I'm gonna create my own." production studio, my own production situation, and now I'm blowing up bigger than ever. Here's the thing, bro. Look look at Club Shay Shay, right? We opened the whole segment talking about his situation, but here's the piece. Wasn't he working with ESPN? Oh, they disrespected that man too, bro. And now, bro, but here's the thing, though. How many followers... Look at this. Look at this. How many followers... ESPN got in comparison to Club Shay Shay right now as we speak, right? He's yeah. gonna, su- bro. I put, put, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Club Shay Shay probably gonna surpass. 
If he continues on the same trend that he's on right now, he's going to surpass ESPN and followers. Yeah, because he has a broad that audience. Is, but but, but in, my, in our mind, we have been trained to believe that the gatekeepers have ultimate control, and they don't. They don't. Gatekeepers only have ultimate control to people who give them that power. But what I'm saying is we have that same power. We just got to exercise ownership. We got to stop thinking to ourselves. I don't, I just want to work. I just want to come up. I just want to show up and participate. No, man, you need equity. Equity gives you partnership. Partnerships gives you power. Partnership, that power makes you in, 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 in essence, the gatekeeper of your own level of success or lack thereof. That's all I'm saying. So, so I think we got to reframe the way we thinking about these gatekeepers. We can't pedestalize these folk to a degree to where we diminish what we are able to do for ourselves. The, the main thing that needs to happen is we, guess, we as a culture stop need. We need to not be the, the footstools of entertainment. What I mean by that is we don't need to be hired as talent, you know, NFL players, NBA players, actors, actresses, you know, they the ones that hold up the business. And if they don't unite as one, it's like, you know what, we, we should get more than we are worth. You know, we should get some type of equity that's going to be in the long play because you got four players sacrificing their bodies, basketball players sacrificing their bodies, you know, actresses and actresses, they working for pennies on the dollar, but all these networks are getting billions of dollars from these uh these advertising companies and such, and they're not getting it back. The only thing that I've seen that was kind of elevated is when all those players, mid-level players, was getting those major contract deals because those uh the media was just dumping money into it. I think it was around the COVID era. And I mean, you talk about mediocre players getting two hundred million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if 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 that transition changes, then I think a whole lot of dynamic will change in, in the uh, entertainment industry. Mm. I want to know what uh, Dr. O thinks about the whole gatekeeper thing I was just talking about. I don't know if she was with us or not, but I want to know what's your thoughts on us changing our mindset from believing in gatekeepers to just understanding that we can own equity ourselves we can be the gatekeepers of our own levels of success or lack thereof, right? If we just choose to take those levels of risk. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? No, I agree. You know, be the fisher, not the fish. You know, own mm. the pond and don't own the goddamn fishing rod. I mean, what what do you mm. want to do? Like, how, how long are we going to cry victim? And I will admit, a lot of us have been victimized. But am I a true victim? And am I a repetitive victim? Am I always going to be looking at El Nino and Goliath and the devil and Satan and so-and-so and Oprah and Tyler Perry? Like that that's played, right? So at, at some point, I do agree, Byron, when at what at what point in your career, whether it be entertainment or regular old job, at what point in your career are you going to say, I'm not going to wear a Louis Vuitton sock? I'm not going to be branded by a mother freaking slave master. I don't give a damn if it's Louis Vuitton or, or, or Mr. Johnson. I don't want to wear your brand. Why wasn't JD supporting his own goddamn sock brand? Why mm. did he support Louis Vuitton? It is high level slave branding. And until mm. you understand how to master your own life, you will be 
in that mode of slavery, I'm not calling anyone a slave, but you will be at least up for auction. Mm. At minimum, you'll be up for auction because somebody sees value in you. This is Black History Month, and I'm not posting about inventors and this, that, and the third. We know that we control a lot of stuff here as Black people. I'm posting the fact that our melanin right now on any website that you try to purchase melanin, our melanin is $360 to $1,200 per gram, and gold is $69 per gram. Gold is $69 per gram, $100 or less per gram. And melanin is $360 to $1,200 per one gram. And we're still trying to find value in what? I'm not going to be searching for value for another 40 years. I am 40 from 80. I'm not going to do it. My value is set therein. And now I've got to operate out of my own value, not Oprah. Not Tyler Perry. I can't see a celebrity and say, oh, they're going to put me on. Let me get with so-and-so. They're going to put me on. Put yourself on, as Byron is saying. I like the brother. I don't know his name. I apologize. It may be Byron as well. What's the man who's going around just buying up the media? He's not thinking about anybody else. Yeah, Byron, oh, Byron Allen. Yeah. Byron Allen. Mm-hmm. Byron Allen, your life, right? You're putting them how, off of that, boy. Come on yeah. now. How long am I going to be the talent? I agree. Get your foot in the door. I agree. You might need a, you know, chitlin circuit it. And I do agree. I don't appreciate some of the stuff that I personally know about Tyler Perry. But on the business side, regardless of what I know, look at this man putting on a dress. I'm sorry. I don't mean no disrespect. But look at this man no, dressing in drag, right? Dress willing to dress in drag. Now he may favor that. That's okay. Willing to dress in drag, drain the black church of her wealth. Literally just took it all. Just drain. Always did a Christian play for the Christian women because he knew he knew where to go get that support. He knew who to dress up like and be like and emulate. He knew who to get it from. Okay. He right. knew what to do and he went and did it. Now, regards of how I feel about that. And, and I'm not going to have to go demoralize myself in any kind of way to do that same thing. I'm not going to drain my sisters for money. I, I don't need to. But the point of the matter is when you want it, you'll go get it. There is no, oh, I hope, I pray, I dream. Pray with your feet. Right? Pray with your feet. There's no prayer to the sky. The Lord is not in the sky. The Lord is in me. And I don't need somebody else to tell me how to do something. Now, if you need help, no problem. Byron and O'Neill probably help each other all the time. Each People probably call on each other all the time. Maybe you don't have anybody to call on, and I think that's where we kind of get stomped and trumped. However, you are, number one, you have to program yourself as a master. Byron is talking about mastery. He's talking about self-mastery. He's talking about community mastery. He's talking about cultural master masterization. And if you're not going to be a master, be ready to be on the auction block. I don't care what your status is. I don't care if they pay you $200 million to bang your head until you're unconscious in the football field. You are a slave to them. They don't care about your well-being. That's why they serve you white women in cocaine. Every NFL event I go to, there's nothing but white women in panties and bras. Every last one of them. There are white women in panties and bras. They have on no clothes. We're at a business function. And these heifers are walking around here naked. Period. This is comes with the contract. Now, I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I witnessed. 
I worked with Grand Hustle and I sat there and I watched T.I. with my eyes. I watched Gucci Man with my eyes run that building like they owned it because guess what? They had equity in Grand Hustle. I refused to be the talent. What did Chance the Rapper do? I'm not even coming in here playing with y'all. I didn't even want to start the contract. I'm going to come in here by my own self. So Darby is absolutely correct. Why don't we just enter in as the boss? Why we got to enter in on the side door anymore? What back door do we have anymore? There are no back doors anymore. We, I don't even believe in them at all, right? But I believe what Byron is talking about is getting rid of that backdoor mentality. I got to sucker up and butter up to Oprah Winfrey and, and all of that. It was a privilege to meet her. It was actually a vision I had 10 years prior and the dream came true as I saw it. However, I didn't suck up to her. I didn't pass her my, my, my scripts. I own 50 scripts. I didn't pass her a script. I don't want her having access to my goddamn script. I don't know what she's going to go do. I don't need to be a Monique to find out either. I don't want to find out. I don't want to know. I know my script has value by his goddamn self on the paper and nobody ever read my script. I'm not giving an Oprah Winfrey my goddamn script. I'm not going to do that. I already know she has power. But what I can do is I can build a relationship and I can be around those circles and I can get access and I can start to learn how to figure it out for myself. I don't have to toot it up for nobody. I don't mm. have to give anybody any KY. You don't have mm. to sell oh. your soul to be put on. Hey, wow. All you have to do is witness, observe, sit in the room, ask some questions, get to know people. You don't have to tell everybody everything all the time. I'm not going to tell a billionaire my goddamn trillion dollar idea. You know what they're going to do as a billionaire? You don't even as a billionaire, you don't even think about nothing but billions. You can't even think uh, uh, under billions. You don't know nothing else. Your mindset is totally different. Your brain patterns. Literally, you take the brain of someone who is a scientist or someone in leadership or somebody who has a lot of money or whatever. Their brain waves are totally different from somebody who's not in that position. They don't even know how to think like that. I'm not going to take my 6'4", beautiful body, standing around a bunch of brothers, and I'm dressed to the nines, and I'm looking like Beyonce. I'm not about to go over there and go in the barbershop that day. When I drop my son off, I sit outside. I don't even go in there. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want him feeling some kind of way, and I don't need the Negroes looking at me. I don't even go in there. I know what I look like. I'm aware. I'm not going to do it, right? You've got to be self-aware. You know you have something. You don't need to toot it up. And that's what Byron is talking about. He's not saying that, but I'm saying it. You don't need to toot it up for nobody. If you believe in yourself, you don't need to sell your soul to be put on. It, oh, right. let me do it. Let me let me jiggle. Let me jingle, jingle, jiggle for just a little while. And then, then when I get put on, then I'll such and such. You don't even have to do all that. You can come out the gate opposite of JD supporting Louis Vuitton instead of Anything. Remain Dupree or Dupree or what does he have? So, so deaf. Why didn't that stock say so, so deaf on it? Why? Facts. And right, I'm not being right. rude or anything. I'm serious. Like, that brother built something. He really, I met him. I was so honored by meeting him. He wasn't showing me his Louis Vuitton uh, socks. That brother was talking about so, so deaf. He was supporting the artists that he had in the building. He had over a thousand artists in a building to, to be put on, on his record label. And I was right there witnessing his glory. He wasn't wearing Louis Vuitton socks that day when I met him. I was so proud of this brother. Why is he doing that? You know why? For y'all, for other, not y'all, not, I don't mean any disrespect, but for people. That's a public display of who owns him. He was branding him, branding his masters. Why don't you master your life? That's what Byron's talking about. I know I went on a tangent. I'm a hush, but this is my subject here. This is my whole you did good, though. 
Listen, yeah. that whole melanin versus gold, honey. You could have put a pin right there. We need to run that back. Listen, I want to highlight something, man. Since we're talking about ownership, this is critically important. This is critically important. You know, when we talk about, houses. huh? Get on these houses. Yeah, man. When when we talk about ownership, right? Um, you know, we, we talk about it in the sense of equity. Right. We talk about it in the sense of having your stake, financial stake in something. Right. Don't be so quick to sell off your genius. Right. You want to own part of your genius. Don't just sell your genius to anybody. And that's why, you know, this this no stingy energy community is so important because we are not just just in the business of just selling our genius for somebody else to own our equity in our genius without us having some level of equity, which is hence control, which is also partnership, right? Which also puts you in position to gatekeep your own level of success, right? We always want to lead with ownership. Ownership is the key. Ownership is the key. And so with that being said, with that being said, I also want folk to understand that a lot of us are not understanding that when we're getting these houses at 3%, 4%, 5% interest rates. And we're excited about this. We're, we're, we're like ecstatic. But I just want to inform you about something. If you're paying, if you're paying for that, if you're paying your regular standard mortgage rate on that house, okay, listen to me. I need everybody to pay attention. If you pay the amount of money that they send you in the mail every single month to pay, you're paying Losing. way more. You're probably paying two, two hundred and a half, a uh, hundred and fifty percent interest on that same house. You're buying the house two, three, four times in some cases if you're paying what they're sending you in the mail. Therefore, I wanna, I wanna highlight something real quick. Can we, can we? Let's run the commercial real quick because um, to one of our sponsors because what he's doing is so, so masterful because it's allowing folks to be able to gain equity, real equity in their properties, right? Um, uh, in, in, in shorter periods of time, but that's not what's the most important. They're able to buy the house for what the house is worth instead of two or three times more than what the house is worth because you're giving all of the money to the bank. Let's roll this uh, clip real quick. Of our sponsor. Listen to me, y'all. But one of his mentees took us through one of their programs and I paid off my mortgage. But guess what happened? My marriage went to a whole nother level. And you know why? Because my wife is a security freak. And even when I blew up, my wife would be like, oh, you blew up, but how long is you gonna keep making this kind of money? I was like, I don't know forever. <laughs> She's like, you sure? Because I'm gonna keep my license as a nurse just in case you don't. So when I paid the house off, my boy was like, you ain't got to do that. You can do this. But when I paid the house off using that program, it took the stress level all the way down from my wife because we no longer had a mortgage. Yeah. Does that make sense? That thing that was coming every month that was getting on our nerves, we didn't have that no more. And so she was at rest. She got to check out ice10k.com, man. Got to go to ice10k.com and check out. Listen, you don't be giving the banks all of your money on these properties because at the end of the day, you might as well be a runner at some point. <laughs> you you might as well be a runner at some we point. We got to stop overpaying for houses, though. Listen, you know, it, it's funny, man, because it's, it's one of those situations to where it's like, uh, 
you, you definitely want to go to ice10k.com, ice10k.com, so you can learn how to get the property at what the property sold was sold to you for, opposed to paying for the house three, four times, three, four times over. Right? You don't want to well, do we're that. We're basically talking about like the same situation with the Monique situation. Oh, exact same situation. We, we signed a contract, but we don't know what's really going on. What's really going on? You, know what and you think you didn't did something paying that house off in thirty years, and what you didn't did was gave them folk two or three times Whole what that house is worth. You didn't pay one hundred and fifty, two hundred percent on that house, thinking you had a three percent interest rate the whole time. I'm like, listen, these are facts. You, the numbers are telling Basically you that paying three hundred thousand for a hundred thousand dollar house, and you smiling yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> you cheesy. You cheesy, you know what I'm saying? Looking like in the bank, in the bank, the bank ready to sell you another house. Yeah, ready. (laughs) Oh yeah, we like them. Oh my god, this is crazy. This is. (laughs) Oh yeah, you want to pay? You want to pay a lot? We got you. We got you. Amen. We gonna pay. They fooled us though with with the two percent, three percent two years ago, bro. Your way. I ain't gonna lie, we got scammed, bro. But that's. (laughs) That's not knowing proper the right information though. So things will happen like this every day. It's just we don't have the right information. But we now you got the right information. information. It's up to you to take action on the information. So don't say you never heard about it before. Yeah, go to ice10k.com. Um, check out our sponsor. But Dr. Ashley, what else we got going on? Yeah, one more tea. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I know I know LinkedIn, you know, you know, because I want to give some folks some valuable stuff that they could take away too. You know, what I loved about this LinkedIn update Ooh. is that it's who's, what who's I do. Oh, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about it. It's what I do, people. According to LinkedIn, the 2024 most in-demand skills are number 10, research. Number nine, problem solving. Number eight, sales. Number seven, teamwork. Number six, analytics. Number five, management. Number four, project management. Number three, leadership. Number two, customer service. And number one, communication. Mm. You know, it's funny when we talk about these skills, right? And um, I'm looking at a lot of these skills, right? And I'm sure if LinkedIn was doing this same uh, uh, assessment in 1960, oh, it would look completely different. We will see some plumbing on here. We yeah. will see some manufacturing on here. We Woodwork. will see, huh? Woodwork. Carpenters. <laughs> yeah, we see a lot of different things. And so I highlight this for this reason, right? I highlight this for this reason. I think this is so dope because it, what, it, what, it, what it tells us is that the, the, the most sought after skills, right? In 2024, a lot of them are soft skills. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we talk about the woman and the male dynamic in the workplace, in, 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 in career advancement, when we talk about uh, all of the different things that are taking place 
and that women are, you know, are, 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 are leaders in. You got to understand, we have a lot of women who are educated. We have a lot of women who are masters at a lot of these skills. We have men that are killing these skills as well. But I just want to highlight the fact that, golly, boy, the, the people and the companies who are searching for talent, this is what they're looking for. Right. And I, I, I want to break this down. So why, why, why this is important. I want to start with each one, but I just want to pass it around just so everybody can kind of get a take on what, what why do they think this is so. Am I the only one alarmed by these things? You're alarmed by it? I am. Why are you alarmed? I'm not alarmed at all. But I'm I not alarmed. alarmed what exactly? Okay. That's everything. That's everything like around the internet space. The world's going towards the internet, bro. But also, what um, I like the way LinkedIn CEO put it. He said that when you think about this, you have to think about it as employment currency. The skills that employers are in need of and are looking for today. Who has the most value? So one of the contracts that I currently have, I am a leadership developer for every single department head in the city of Columbia. Every single department head is coming through my leadership training series. And these are the the top 10 things that are included in my presentations because oftentimes they may have ascended to certain levels, but not necessarily utilizing the suite of the suite of skills they may know one of them but not know all of them and now in today's time all of them are needed um because for instance there was a time where university presidents were figureheads well now a lot of colleges and universities need their presidents to be fundraisers i.e sales so there are things that that those skill sets weren't needed before but they're needed in today's time so let's let's break this down. Darby, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Is Darby with us? Maybe might be shuffling for that phone, man. <laughs> oh, he used the iPhone. Yeah. I used yeah. the iPhone. The Android thing. I, I wanna I wanna highlight a couple of things on here, right? So we got communication, right? We got customer service. Look at how high customer service is. And um, everybody needs customer service. Everybody man. needs Most customer, people service. customer service trash, bro. Well, a lot of people believe that customer service is a lower level job, but what they don't realize is that customer service is a very, very lucrative position to be in, um, especially now because what, what people are not understanding is customer acquisition. We think about Starbucks. We think about, uh, I mean, we think Target. about, yeah, Target customer service on the phone, you know, getting cussed out about an order being wrong from Amazon. No, 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 no. When we're talking about these levels of customer service, we're talking about big companies hiring other big companies to do things and having to acquire multi-million dollar contracts, negotiate multi-million dollar acquisitions and, and, and be able to, 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 to keep those customers happy and keep spending money with us. These are things that are becoming more and more valuable in 2024. Communication, being able to collaborate with others, right? That's why all of this stuff that, you know, you know, when I hear Monique being difficult to work with, 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Listen to me, Ashley. When I hear about you being difficult to work with, let me explain something to you. That same stuff is not going to even work in the corporate world because if you can't communicate effectively, if you don't know how to have a, a spirit of teamwork, right? Yeah, if, if you don't know clear, how to analyze research and problem solve, you're not, not going to work well with anybody, let alone some type of Hollywood, uh, 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 uh you know, movie. Blockbuster yeah, ain't nobody, film. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody messing with you, man. Nobody messing with you, period. And so I, I think a lot of times we get caught up into the dramatization of a lot of these things. But what we don't understand is the world outside of Hollywood, this is what companies are looking for, right? This is what the companies are looking for. So I just want us to just know, you know, take a screenshot of this right here after you hit the like button, after you hit the like button. I need everybody to go ahead and hit the like button. Please hit the like button real quick. But after you hit that like button real quick, take a screenshot of this, right? That way when you're presenting, um, you know, an offer to somebody, right? Whether it's you're trying to do a high-level customer acquisition, you got to know that what's trending is, are these things, right? And you can utilize these things just like what Ashley was just talking about when she's presenting something, a package to somebody, right? She she wants to present with these with this information because she knows that these, this is what companies are looking for. Ashley, you want to give us a little bit more clarity on, on how you do those presentations and different things of that nature? Is Ashley with us? I can be us, buddy. Yeah. Her and Darby, maybe, <laughs> maybe they hugging each other from the back. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Boy, What's crazy, your toss on that though? Oh. <laughs> I'm the third one. What did you say, bro? <laughs> just messing around, man. What's your <laughs> thoughts on on these on these skills, man? I'll say people need to take these skills, take a screenshot, and you need to start learning more about these skills because if you lack in one of these you need to um learn how you can craft and learn these skills man because you trying to work anywhere you trying to have your own business you need to have these skills because you are more valuable when you have more tools in your tool belt if you only got two out of ten of, of these skills you can't complain when they only go pay you 15 dollars an hour but your cousin apply for the same job Y'all both get hired. They're paying that, that, that cousin $22 an hour, and you only getting paid 15 The reason why, because you have, you lack skills. You lack tools. And a lot of people don't understand how the pay rate goes up and down. When they're interviewing you, they're asking you certain questions to see if you fit on the scale. That's why they, sometimes they ask you dumb questions. It's not dumb. It's just to get your response. And they're just writing it down. Writing it down. So... If you understand these things, you get better at leadership, you get better at project management, sales. I don't care where you go. You need to learn sales. I don't care if you work at Popeye's, McDonald's, Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, Chick-fil-A. Even at the car dealership. Sales, that's what makes the most money. If you don't know how to work with other people, like a Monique, you ain't going to stay around too long. right? If you don't know how to talk to people in a positive way without being disrespectful, you know? You're not going to stay around long because nobody wants that around. If you're not a self-starter, you don't know how to just start, start doing something without being told all the time. 
not gonna be around long, or you may be around long, but you're not gonna get no pay raise. You're not gonna get on pay increase as you expect. You're gonna stay where you at. So you got to be a self starter. That's pretty much what a problem solver is. Solving problems without people saying, "Hey, I need you to solve this problem." If you go to work and you see an issue, man, just go ahead and try to figure it out. And that's how you become more valuable in the marketplace. That's how you make more money. That's how people start to appreciate you more because you're doing things that nobody got to tell you. Oh man, you value. You gotta, you you gotta, you gotta become a gym. You gotta become irreplaceable. That's how you should be thinking every time you get a job or you do something. People need me to be here instead of just showing up to collect a check and bounce. That's the people that's always fired. That's the people that got twenty jobs on their resume before they twenty two. They by. complaining. <laughs> they oh, complaining. No. They blame everybody else. It's you. That's what I have to say about that. My God, don't be the blame everybody else guy. Don't be that was wonderfully either. said, by the way. That was wonderful. That was good. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> man. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that's a that's what kept me around, bro. I was a problem solver. Sales were good with everybody. I'm trying to learn the next person job at all times. Cause at all times. Or as soon as he do something dumb, they're looking at me. Oh, he got it. He's gonna figure it out. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate so, you. Yeah. Wherever you're working, you should be learning the next person's job. Because you never know. Something gonna happen. Some, you know, something tragic may happen in that person's life, or they may mess up. You're the next person. And then you're gonna want to figure out, well, why this person just started a year ago? I've been here five years and they didn't give me that position because you're not qualified for the position. That's all it is. Facts. Totally different vibes here. That's what Monique did. Collect that check and bounce. Yeah, come on, bro. That's, what, that's exactly what And that's why she complaining 20 years later about the parking. Come on. Wow. Bro. Well, you know, they said on the, on the thing, they said the top skill of the moment is adaptability. Oh, they, they put that in here. And they said yeah. that what a lot of companies and organization business partners are looking for, and this is, this is just for everybody in the room, they're looking for people who can adapt, right? Because a lot of things are changing. You got to understand. A year ago, we weren't talking about AIO. We weren't talking no. about AI. AI was not a topic of conversation. Nope. Right? This year, everything is AI. That means we need to be everything. thinking that at any given moment, where do where are companies are going to need, where are partnerships going to need those, those skills to be manifested in AI? So we need to be learning those things now, right? We need to be ahead of those things now. Um, and so, yeah, taking inventory of adaptability and all of these uh, skills, these top skills are going to be key because at any given moment, you may have to pivot. And you don't want to be the person angry about the pivot when everybody else is needing to pivot. You need to be the person excited about it and taking the charge whenever that pivot opportunity presents itself. So just exactly. want to put that out there. They, they get rid of those people real quick. Uh, who don't like? Well, there change. you go. Let's talk oh, about. There it. you go. You know, if you're if you're if you don't like change, then you gotta go. You know, you be you they, become they a liability. Tell you what change is? You out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. And I, I seen it firsthand. I seen it firsthand, and it was a sad sight to see. It was an older lady. She was like, "I don't want to do that new stuff. I ain't hip to the new technology or whatever." Next thing you know, her hours got cut back. They they ain't fire her, but they forced her to leave. <laughs> I was like, dang dog. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out for you. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's why these uh 
these self-checkouts is coming about. Y'all better learn how to adapt. If y'all learn how to adapt, y'all gonna get replaced. Hmm. They're getting replaced already, especially McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. trying to try to try to figure it out on their own, bro. Hmm. Probably got one person there. That's it. They got that's robots it. making the burgers. You can. You got check robots out making burgers. Now. Oh, you said you get tired of pop being popped by the grease. We got something for that. Yeah, bro. Nice. <laughs> so you got to figure out your lane. How you become irreplaceable? That's what you need to be on every and day also, when you wake up. How can I be irreplaceable? Mm. Talk about it, man. What you, why, why you say that? Because, I mean, if they, if COVID, and I say this all the time, if COVID didn't teach you anything, these businesses have no loyalty to you. You got loyalty to the businesses and the companies, but they don't have no loyalty to you. At any given time, they go like, hey, you got to go. We land you off, we give you a severance package or whatever, but just in this in economy by itself, you know, you can't survive with one income. I don't care if you're making six figures or not. You need to have more than one income. Those companies ain't going to last forever. And your position is going to be obsolete sooner or later. Facts. You're going to be out of there. And let's norm- let's normalize, oh, let's normalize not paying um, uh, uh, for these houses three times, four times over. Can we normalize that? That do need to be normal, especially in the most indigenous community. Hey, because we know We got to be different, man. We got to separate ourselves from everybody else. How hey, nice would that be? Go ahead. What's your thoughts on this bill that's floating around where these hedge funds aren't going to be allowed to buy a single family home? Aren't going to be allowed? Correct. See, again, I, okay, let me, let me explain what I, how I feel about this, Darby. They think that that is going to solve a problem, right? And I it's get It's going to make it. a bigger problem. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, I, first of all, I don't think that it uh, these hedge funds owning pro- own these properties is a massive problem. They're a very small percentile of ownership. Uh, the last time that I checked, and at the end of the day, bro, it's a market for everything. I like free markets. I like. I am a fan of free markets, right? Everybody know that I lean a little bit more conservative. I'm. I, I believe in free market. I let. The, I, I believe the market will dictate who. Um, um, it, it, who it wants to be successful or unsuccessful. Period. So I'm, 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 I'm staunchly against them um, doing any level of market manipulation because I think the only thing happens, Darby, is the money just moves somewhere else. But I think productivity, ownership, uh, value is going to always find a way to 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 get paid. Right. It, 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 it just does. So I say all of that to say this. I say all that to say this. Them thinking that they're stopping that from happening is not going to change anything. They're just going to build more apartments. Right. They're just going to build more apartments. And, you know, and people are still going to rent. We're just not going to be able to be in a neighborhood to be able to rent. It's just that simple. So I think it's going to hurt because they're going to be buying less single family. Because they buy single families at a higher price. Mm-hmm. And that means they're going to have less houses to rent. Mm-hmm. Because now the mom and pop investors are going to have to buy these houses. We're not buying houses as high as hedge funds. Facts. Because we have we don't have that much money they, they have. Mm-hmm. They have to disperse a certain amount of money per month, per quarter, per year. So they can buy overpay for houses. We can't do that. Facts. So now you got more full of, more foreclosures. You got more distressed properties. You know, that's what I think. What's your thoughts about that, B? 
I think so. I think so. I, I just don't believe in, uh, I'm not a big fan of, of governmental market manipulation. Just not a big fan of it. Never have. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't think it's going to happen, bro. They got too much money. Yeah. Lobbyist control. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. Yeah, it was, it was just interesting to me because I don't see them putting a bill out there for them to block them from buying houses. What is that going to do for the market? It, it like, it, it it wouldn't have made a difference. It just probably would have slowed things down. Just like what O'Neill said, it probably would have been more distressed properties. However, I don't think it would have did anything because hedge funds, I mean, honestly, they're part of the reason why the interest rates were a little bit lower because people were buying houses at, at an all-time high and it was like they created more value out of it by buying them over market. So it kind of, it kind of helped and it kind of didn't, but I don't really see it being a and a true asset because if they was really trying to help out citizens trying to buy buy houses and have a home ownership then i honestly would think that they would regulate how credit is looked at because i really don't know how ever and it's a study for me and sorry if i sound like i'm all over the place where did credit come from how is it regulated and who is regulating it because if you call it Experian or TransUnion, you get in overseas workers and stuff like that. So it's really like, who are we talking to and how has this come about? If you want more home ownership, it's real simple. You just have to, it's an affordability issue, right? Sure. At the end of the day, what it here's the thing. We're not promoting trades, which means we're overpaying trades to build houses. That's number one, right? So, A lot. Yeah, so we overpaying the trades to build houses. So the houses house more expensive. Make houses more expensive. Then when you couple that with the fact that jobs are not keeping up with the amount of money that houses are costing to purchase, then you got interest rates at the wazoo. Bro, like yep. the real problem with housing affordability is the same people who are trying to pass laws to stop people from buying houses. It's crazy. It's their fault. <laughs> Like, leave shit alone and housing going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? And promote more trades to into the market so we can get a more competitive price to build houses. It's real simple. Yep. Come on, more programs to train these trades. Yeah, and we need more carpenters. for free. Plumbers. You know what I'm saying? Offer, offer free stuff for the colleges. Look, you get one free semester to teach plumbing, HVAC, whatever. Because right. not everybody could afford to go to school. They took out training you know school. They took out trade school and high school. They taking out of high school, correct? When I when I was in when I was in high school, you had we had what was called career center. You would go to school yeah, was, for the first half of your day. You'll do your electives, your math, reading, science, or whatever. And then the second half of the day, you'll go to your trade school or your career center school, and you'll do your cosmetology, you'll do your electrical, your plumbing, and so on and so forth. Like where I'm at right now in Charlotte. They got somewhat of it, but they don't. And we got like so many vacant schools here. So I think that's going to be my legacy play in the future is open up a trade school because trades ain't going anywhere. They they can't they can't put trades in AI like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would say us as men, we gotta we gotta tell the young boys about the trades too because they don't really know about them. Yeah, so make six figures out of bags in that space. Make six figures right out of high school. Yeah. So we, you know, us as men, we got to tell the youth about electrical, plumbing, HVAC, because they, they just think about 
Go and play the game, being a YouTuber and being a, a, a Twitcher, whatever you call them, things, a TikToker. You know what I'm saying? It ain't sexy, oh. That's that's the thing. Though. Right. It ain't sexy. So but we got to tell them, like, you can do both. Go get you a trade and make content about the trade that you're in. That's you a get fact. Best, best of both worlds. That's a yep. fact. Yep. Because then you'll be unique. Then you make way more money. Because everybody a comedian. <laughs> we need plumbers, man. We, we, need we, plumbers. we don't need no more comedians. Yeah. We don't need no more rappers. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need we need some we people need, to make some carpenters. The fuck? Yeah. We tired of y'all rappers, man. We tired <laughs> of y'all comedians. They don't got nothing to rap we need about. Some workers. Facts. Facts. We can't rap. Man, this has been a phenomenal episode, though. What you think about it, man? I, I think so, man. I think it's a lot of value, a lot of uh, real perspective to look at. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Monique's situation. Stop sitting around complaining and actually do something. Do something. Uh, same with the 10, the 10 different things from LinkedIn. Focus on the things that really matter. You know? Um, when you're at work, be working. Don't be looking at Instagram, Facebook, because they ain't paying. The job where you're at is paying. And then you mad when they, when they fire you for playing mm. on your phone. Come on, man. So you got you to gotta, um, get some skills. Try to figure out how you can be irreplaceable. How, how can you be the most valued person in the in the company or the business that you're in? That's how you get the respect. That's how you get the money that you're looking for. That's how you get the, that's how you climb up in the ladder. If you want to climb the carpet ladder, get more skills, add more value. And that's how you get to the top. You can't be the same person you was yesterday and expect to get to the top. That shit ain't work. Facts. Just cause you look good. Facts. I'm saying some people be getting confused just because they got a little butt bar. They got a BBL, they think they rise to the top. <laughs> You can, and only thing, still got to perform, you know? Facts. What you think? Man, I think it's an uh, absolute fact. I can't, I can't even add no, 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 no seasoning to it, man. That's, that's some bitch, that's some bitch, uh, Louisiana, uh, 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 New Orleans ready, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the best time to be in, in Louisiana right now, boy. They got yeah, the man. Y'all got, they got the, the white bread. They got the, oh, yeah. The yeah, liquor pulling up. Look, what we got? That little cook off yesterday. Oh my god! Hey, hey six bowls, bye. Ah, six bowls that gumbo. Ah, uh, <laughs> what? Black black pot stuff, man. Some seven steak, white beans. You know, I know you don't know nothing about that. Short ribs. Short ribs. Hey, what? I yeah. had that. Yeah. Song. I had that before. I had that before. Rice and gravy, you know. Boy, get some, get you some bread, some dog. Roast, some beef rolls. <laughs> get you a French roll. The French rolls, my God. Boy, get let's your take, French let's rolls. take my Instagram. You'll see it. My story. Mm. Beautiful situation. You would be in heaven, Byron. You'd be Beautiful like, situation. Cheese and cheese. Let me get that. Let me take that. Let me, <laughs> that. Let me grab one of those. Let me grab one of those. Two or three. Let me, yeah, 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 yeah. It was good, bro. Hilarious. Yeah, I man. With that being said, man, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Go to ice10k.com. Go check out our episode from last Thursday. That was a beautiful, that was a beautiful situation. If you're looking to buy a house or you're looking to, to get your next house for the next two or three years, that's a very Matter of fact, if you, you buy a house or you know somebody buying a house and you don't watch that, you goofy as fuck. Tell them watch it first. Tell them watch you, it first. You goofy. You, yeah, you goofy at that. Yeah. Tell them watch yeah, that, it that first. That was a baby. lot of free game. Valuable information that's not shared at a regular home buyer seminar, your regular realtor not going to have that information. Your regular mortgage lender not going to tell you the information. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely got to check it out. Them, them realtors, 
realtors can come become way more valuable the more they know how to how to how to market where to go. Mm. Yeah. If, if they're able to share that at their seminars and stuff like that, I guarantee I guarantee they'll become probably one of the top performing realtors in the area. Easy. Correct. Make sure y'all check it out, man. That was last Thursday. We did that. And then uh we'll be back this Thursday, man. You got any final words, bro? Nah, man. I think you said it. Make sure y'all click the subscribe button, hit the join button, join the family. And uh see y'all next Thursday, man. It's a good good time. Y'all have a good morning. Everybody's in Louisiana. Happy Mardi Gras. I eat a lot of food. I get drunk. I have a good time. Be responsible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't have no babies. Don't have no babies. Yeah, don't be getting hugged from the back, Dr. Ashley. Just yeah. don't do it. Just we don't do it. trying to see no babies in December, man. <laughs> Only if you're ready for it. Don't let Usher don't hug you from the back. Don't do it. Look. Yeah. Don't, let, don't let Usher hug you, your girl from the back. Niggas are too clear for real. <laughs> With that being said, man, we out, man. Enjoy your day. Peace. What's up, y'all? So most people struggle with sales. A lot of us in real estate, and we struggle with our sales. We struggle with follow-up. We struggle with leads. And we're just basically missing out on deals. For me, I just got on Taskify CRM. They send messages out for you. And look, a lot of us have work. When you get off of work, you have hot leads ready for you. Make sure you check out Taskify CRM. I'm telling you, it automatically replies for you. And look. It sends you multiple messages, like we're talking about drip, drip campaigns, so you're not missing up on the lead follow-up. So make sure you check out Taskify CRM. Use coupon code NoStingyEnergy to get 10% off. I'm about to show you all inside my CRM so I can see how it really works. Make sure you check it out. Peace.